Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I'm super excited to talk about this series that we're launching. We're doing a four-part series with Brandon White. And the topic of this series is back of the napkin to business plan in 11 sides. So, Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Mike. I'm really appreciative of you having me on. Yeah, and I think that this topic is going to be so important to our listeners and something that we haven't touched on deeply in the, in the past. And so as we're kind of talking about saving taxes, building your business, you know, setting up your business for success, I think that this just coincides with so many business owners and it might be something that people never did from the beginning and gives a great opportunity to come back and, and look at. So Brandon, just to kind of kick off this series, give the audience just a little bit of background, kind of where you've been, where you're at and, and kind of where you're going in the future. Sure. I am, in short, an entrepreneur with two exits so far, hopefully working on my third. I've got at least 20 strikeouts. I was former venture capitalist. I worked two venture firms managing about a half a billion dollars. And I'm an angel investor. And now I really do podcasts, write books that I've always wanted to do. And I did start another software company, which is called FileFinder, that I'm given another swing at the plate. Awesome. Well, I think that the experiences that you have definitely bring a lot to the table as well as not just on the topic that we're talking about today, but I, I think I, I can see a, another visit to the podcast just to talk through some of these experiences and some of these struggles as all business owners are going through. So again, the topic of this series, we're going to break it out into a couple different episodes, but the topic of the series is back of the napkin to business plan in 11 slides. Today, we're going to be talking about three of those slides, three of those items, and that's title and elevator pitch, problem, and solution. So Brandon, I'm going to kind of open up the door to you, just kind of kick off. Let's start attacking. What does this even mean, this back of the napkin to business plan in 11 slides? How easy is it? How do we do it? And kind of where do we get started? Yeah, so let me just start with a quick background, if you will. I wrote my first business plan. I actually grabbed it from my wife's office, and it it was... This is literally my first business plan from 1995, and it became the company that I eventually sold that got me this recording studio where I now live in Half Moon Bay, and it became the largest social networking and e-commerce site for fishermen on the internet. And I had never written a business plan. I'd never done anything. I, I literally wrote that. I was laughing when I was coming over here, Mike, because their studio is in a separate building. And I was looking, I was like, and I, and I originally was going to do a fishing newsletter. And I was going to charge $18 a year. Like, how am I going to make money on $18 a year? But back then, that was sort of a lot of money. And at the time, I think I had $500 in my savings account. But then what happened, ironically, is I wanted to write a business plan because I wanted to raise money because I had I'm going to give the short version to you and the listeners. I saw an article in Time Magazine about two guys who were starting this company called Yahoo, and they had raised $1.7 million from Sequoia Capital. And I thought, if they can raise money, so can I. And I'm a kid on the East Coast in the Eastern Shore of Maryland at the time saying this about a Silicon Valley company. I went to, I was like, I got to write a business plan, went to the uh, Barnes & Noble in Annapolis, Maryland, 
and tried to pick out a book. Ironically, I did pick out a book. My now wife of 20, we've been together 27 years. There's so many books on business plans and I couldn't figure out which one to write. And she's like, pick the one that says write a winning business plan. And I did. I actually have it. The crazy part, Mike, was that the business plan book was 300 plus pages in eight point font. Now, at the time I did read the business plan, I wrote a 50 page business plan. I actually sent it to Sequoia Capital, believe it or not. I, to Mike Moore specifically, I never heard back. And to make a long story short, I had reached out to an investor. I had no idea how to raise money. He was written up in the alumni magazine and he had come back from lunch one day and he's like, Hey, I met this guy from Silicon Valley. We were talking about what we do and we both fish. And he said he uses your site. And I told him that you were, might be raising money and he wants to come see you. I was like, give him my name. And two hours later, literally, I got an email that said, Hey, Brandon, Matt told me about your company. I'm Tom. You might know, I work for a venture capital call, firm called Sequoia Capital. He was, he was actually one of the original six partners. And he said, you might know us. We did Cisco, Apple, Yahoo, some other companies. Can I come see you? You can imagine, Mike, what somebody thinks when they get an email like that. Like, is this even real? I mean, so I wrote back. I was like, hey, I sent my business plan to your partner and he never wrote back. Duh. I FedExed it, by the way, because I thought that would get attention like everybody else. I said, here's my address. See you tomorrow. And he showed up. And long and short of it, we went to, I mean, there's a whole story there for another episode, maybe down the line after we get through this series, but we had lunch and he turned over the placemat and he wrote a very short business plan after he had read my 50 page business plan, which he didn't read. Sure. And he broke it down. It's just people, it was market funding, people and product. And he folded that thing up, put it in, in his pocket. We actually went fishing that day. On the way home, he wrote me a check for $50,000. That's the punchline. That's how I raised money. Now, the trouble was, was that over this time, business plans, you know, nobody wants to write a business plan, Mike, because the old school business plan was 50 pages and Silicon Valley sort of has over the years made it that building a deck is acceptable. I had started a course that we did it in 13 slides. And then I got it down to 11 slides and I eventually said, hey, I'm going to write a book. So back of the napkin, long story, my first business plan was on the back of a napkin. Then I wrote a 50-page business plan. Then it gets put on the back of a placemat. And I figured this isn't that complicated. Business isn't as complicated as people want to make it. And a mentor of mine who I used to fish with on every Friday who Warren Buffett bought his company. It's a real estate company. Uh, I had taken it public. Warren Buffett took it private. And I used to fish with him every Friday, mainly because he we met. And he was a customer of the fishing site that I ran. And one day he's like, Brandon, you're making business way too complicated. This is like really not complicated. Get a product that solves a problem. People pay you for it. You sell it for more than it costs. And then you have a profit. And that sort of led me to this idea that I think people want to make it overcomplicated. So I Decide I always wanted to write a book, Mike, and now I got this book and here we are. Love it. And so I think that that uh, is music to everyone's ears. I, when you think of business plan, I, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing of you, the 50 page, real in depth, how these graphs that you're pulling and all these words and everything else to try to make it look like, hey, I'm really smart and I put a lot of time and effort into this thing. 
I think music to my ears and, and probably listens to your ears is saying it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like what why why overcomplicate it and create something that no one's gonna read when you can create something that is more impactful that everyone will read that that wants to know about it. That's yeah. excellent. And, and it's usually dead on first contact. So this book is written that you can do your business plan, a business plan on a flight from San Francisco to New York. That was my goal. It's not 60,000 words. It's hopefully 30,000 when we get done or less. And it's, it's straightforward. So if you want, we can dive into slide one. Yeah, let's dive into it. Title and elevator pitch. So this slide is pretty simple. It's the name of your company. It is your logo, but it is not as simple because you've got to give your elevator pitch. And most people don't give their elevator pitches correctly. They get it wrong. And you'll hear on all social media, all these quote unquote experts, Mike, that I'm sure you've read about too. I'll tell you do it in a minute. A good elevator pitch is 15 seconds or less. And as an example, uh, I'll give you, we can use File Finder today as one. This took me a really long time to get to, but we help you find files that you know you have but can't find faster. That's it. That's the pitch. It sounds interesting, right? And that's what you're ultimately getting to. But what people do is they generally make three mistakes. They want to say their name, and this may sound really harsh, but no one cares. They want to explain how they came up with the idea, because all business people are passionate about how they came up with the idea, and no one cares initially. And then they want to tell you why they are qualified to build the product. And what people don't realize is, is that you do get to answer those questions, but only after the other person asks you because you said something that invoked a question that they were interested in. And therein lies the real, I guess, challenge with the elevator pitch. And in, and in the book, I do give a, a sort of worksheet, which we can offer in the show notes here to people to get people started to do that. Would it be helpful if I went through and just gave you a good, an okay, and a bad elevator pitch? Yeah, that'd be awesome. So a, a, I'd say a great one, only I hope it's great. Uh, we help you find files you know you have but can't find faster. A good elevator pitch is we hook up to your email in a matter of minutes, sort all your files by person, group, company, in some cases, place you sent or received it. This allows you to easily find files and not waste time looking for them. That was probably less than 30 seconds, but it's wordy. I mean, Very wordy. I, I'm looking at you and your eyes are glazed over. You're like, okay, Brandon, get to the point. <laughs> And a bad one that needs a lot of work, but this is what we hear is, hi, my name is Brandon White. I took all my experience from my master's in psychology and combined it with years of building technology companies to create a SaaS application that hooks up to your email and quickly indexes and sorts all of your files by person, group, and company, in some cases, where you received it. This allows you to easily find files and not waste time looking for them. This way, Mike, you can reduce your frustration wasting time looking for files and actually doing the work. I'm very passionate about this because I built it for my wife. I also recruited an amazing team of engineers. They all have masters in computer science and at least 10 years experience. That's... Yeah, you lost me. <laughs> the reason I'm giving your listeners these three examples is because we want to talk about ourselves. 
everybody wants to talk about themselves. It's very, I mean, you're interested in people in general, but it's about yourself. So you have to spark that and you have to get it to that one line and that less than 15 seconds. And you'll know you've done a good job if they ask you, hey, Mike, how did you come up with that? How did you come up with that tax strategy? How long have you been in the business? And now you're not selling, they're buying. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what you're doing here. Love that. That's really slide one. So slide one is you've got your company name, you've got your logo, and you're giving this elevator pitch to whoever you're presenting. I, this, the business plan, as you alluded to, isn't just for first-time business owners. It could be launching a new product. It could be an entrepreneur in a big company who is launching a product line. It could be for an existing business owner who never wrote a business plan, but would like a guide or map every year that they can use in their shutdown. And if you can produce this business plan, the other cool thing is, is that it's so short and brief that you, your team understands it and then your team can give it which means you've now created a marketing agency from the people who work in your company. Let's jump into the problem slide. So this is the problem you're solving. And I'm just going to give the really down and dirty formula that you really got to get it down to. And it's as simple as this. Person tries something, their pain is existing solutions are broken because. That's the problem slide. Person tries something, their pain is, and existing solutions are broken because. Yes. And after the because, you can't say more than three. One is humans generally can only focus on one thing. So, I mean, this is rule number one. And I know you and I originally hit it off because we have background in affiliate marketing. So it's copywriting. Like humans can't comprehend really more than three things and likely one. So I think we as entrepreneurs and business owners always want to say, yeah, well, we do this and Mike, I do this and I can do this for you. Well, you've already lost them. So you really got to focus on what that main big pain point is. And if you don't have one pain point that is the main pain point, then you're not going to get the customer likely by building on functions and features, which is effectively what you're doing. You got to have one pain point. And in your case, hey, I can help you save money on taxes. That's the big pain point, right? We have a strategy that's going to save you more money. You know, we have this strategy and we have this strategy. And if you're in this boat, you can do this. But you really, for that problem slide, want to get it to as simple as person tries something, their pain is existing solutions are broken because of XYZ. Got it. So we have the the title and the elevator pitch. We've articulated the problem in a very simple and easy to understand way. Now we get to solution. I love that I didn't have to say anything and that you said it because what we're really telling here is a story in a story arc. That's all your business plan is. And and we're not manufacturing that to trick someone. That's what the business plan is. It's, I've got a problem. Here's a solution. Here's what the market looks like, et cetera, which we'll get to. In a few minutes, but the or in the next episode, but the solution slide is as simple as a concise summary of your solution, a picture of your product, and a testimonial. And for people who are listening who say, I don't have a company yet, possibly, I don't have testimonials, well, then make up a fake page and get testimonials from people who will say, 
I want that product. I mean, I never even built File Finder before I tested it. I was like, hey, I can help you find files you know you have but can't find faster. And, and almost everyone, not everyone, I've had a few people say, well, I have zero inbox and I organize everything and all my files are aggregated. Hey, man, good for you. But you're like five standard deviations from the norm. Most people are like, hey, I want that. And that's a good indication and you can get some testimonials. So it's really as simple as we solve this problem that you've already set up and the benefits are X. No more than three again. Can't have more than three benefits. Got to have one main benefit and you can add two in there. I sort of, in the book, talk about as I was writing it, it's like, man, if I come up, Mike, and just tell people they're going to, they can only have one, they're going to think I'm a real hard ass. And that's probably too rigid for people. But eventually, I think you can get down to one. So those are your three initial slides of your business plan. Yeah. And I love this. And I think that this series is really going to kind of change the way people look at this. And for those of you business owners out there that are maybe established and never did a business plan or are kind of in a struggling point right now in your business, don't know direction you're going, all those different things, take this as an opportunity to be like, I can do this business plan. I can do it quick. I can do it on a flight from New York to San Francisco or vice versa and utilize this to take that opportunity. So I just want to kind of summarize in very quick terms again, what we're looking at here. Back of the napkin to business plan in 11 slides. Today, we covered the first three slides. Title and elevator pitch, problem and solution. And again, within the show notes, we're going to have context that kind of dig into these a little bit more deeper and, and kind of show what we've talked about in those three slides. But next week, we're going to continue on this and get to slides four, five, and six. Market, go-to-market, traction, and milestones. So within the next few weeks, we're going to cover this whole 11 slides and what you need to know to be able to go from a back of a napkin to a business plan in 11 slides. And Brandon's going to take us on this journey and I'm super excited for it. So Brandon, thanks for joining us on this episode. Give our audience a, a place where they can go to learn more about what you're doing. You have a podcast as well. So and we'll have all this in the show notes as well, but give our audience a place where they can uh, find what you're up to. Yeah, we'll just send everyone to my personal website, which has all of this information the book, podcast, things like that. It is brandoncwhite.com, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-C as in Charlie White, W-H-I-T-E.com. Thanks a lot, Mike. Great. Thanks, Brandon. And for everyone listening, we will see you next week when, again, we take this the next step further and go into slides four, five, and six. See you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.